Hello. Hello, everybody. My name is Chris Gear. And mine is Jenny Gear. And this is the first ever episode of I Love You, but... Is that a bit much? Should we do the one? Why, hello there. Well, hello there, young sirs. <laughs> no, that's not right. Young sirs? It's like we're, just like we're directing it towards only men. Hello there, young sir. <laughs> Who talks like that anyway? Apparently I do. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show! <laughs> Sweet lordy lord, it is the first ever episode of I Love You But with me, Chris Gear, And me, Jenny Gear. Now, for those of you who don't know who we are, for a, at firstly, who why are don't, you? Why, why don't, don't you know? know who we are? Well, I don't expect you to know who I am, but I am, well, <laughs> that's shit, isn't it? That's a shit way to start. Um, yeah, uh, well, I'm a singer, hello. Um, and I'm an actor, hello. <laughs> And uh, we decided to make a podcast. You wrote a theme tune, mate. <laughs> Thank you. I did. See, this is the wonderful thing about doing a podo with a musician who also happens to be your wife, is that she writes all the jingles. Woohoo! And it's amazing doing a podcast with my lovely husband, who is an actor. And it's great, you know, because... Uh, We've been banging on about this for years. About three. I've been a massive fan of podcasts for, as you know, for such a long time now. I'm obsessed with murder podcasts. Yeah, that's not really my bag, is it? No, and, and, and initially I really wanted to do a murder podcast with Chris, but his, his fragile temperament... Too can't, sensitive. Can't handle it, I'm afraid. So, um, I'm, more of a, I'm more of a game show host type podcast guy. Yeah. And, and so what you're going to get in this show is a bit of a bit of a combination of all of these things. You are. And, and we're going to have like a section called Jen's Scary Stories or something, just so I can have a little outlet for that kind of thing. Um... Are you all right, Chrissy? You're having a little just stretch. Just having a stretch. Okay. That's uh, good That's to know. the one thing about being a podcast host. <laughs> is that you're... <laughs> You've only been a podcast host for about two about, minutes. About two minutes. <laughs> it's been a strong two minutes, but I realise how sedentary you are. I quite like it, a bit You've of an You've literally active... been sat down for two minutes. I had three coffees today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about today? Well, why don't you tell people what we were working on yesterday? Oh, what, the audition? Yeah. Ah, oh, this is great. I had an audition come through this week. Haven't heard anything about it yet. Guess what it was for? It was for Saw, the, <laughs> the new Saw movie. <laughs> we had great fun doing that audition together because I have to read for all of Chris's um, auditions because obviously they're all taped these days. And uh, so I am the reader, which I very much enjoy being... Um, and doing that scene was hilarious because uh, Jen has to play different parts. You know, she plays whoever I'm in the scene with. Versatile, mate. Versatile. <laughs> but uh, of all the parts you played, the one that I think you have enveloped the essence of the most has to be uh, Jigsaw. Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's who I identify with the most in my life. <laughs> I really took him on. I loved it. And I imagine I imagined a scenario, if I did get this job, because we're into our scrabble at the moment, yeah. I imagined being on set with uh, the, the lovely chap who plays um, Jigsaw yeah. and him saying, so, uh, you know, um, what are you doing there? And then I'll go, oh, just playing uh, Scrabble. Uh, you want to play a game? <laughs> 
bit of a uh, uh, bit of onset sore banter. Do you think that's a happy set? Oh, I don't know. Do you think they There's have probably, probably of, quite a lot of laughs? Yeah, I mean, I've done a few horror movies before, and I think you become uh, a little bit. Uh, what's the word? Um, Acclimatized. Yeah, it's a very to, good word. To the amount of blood <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> People, you know, set directors. Well, I suppose you can see how unrealistic it is because... And that's quite comforting. And that's quite comforting because in the same way that when people ask me about Chris and doing um, sex scenes, for instance, um, they go, oh my God, you know, how do you cope with with Chris doing a sex scene. <laughs> and and the reality of it is that it's just as... It's so far from it's sexy. It's so unromantic because if you're actually behind the camera and you see what's going on, it's all technical, isn't it? Well, they have this and thing... And also, there's like 50 people in the room with you, so it's Well, not... there isn't, actually. Oh. Uh, recently... Oh, great. The... Well, no. <laughs> Great news. It's just the two of us. No, no, it's... Um, they have a thing... Play a game. <laughs> you want to have sex? <laughs> Bit of a twist on the old jigsaw story there. Uh, but yeah, they have a thing called a closed set. So the closed set is basically mm-hmm. you just have a handful of people, and the, uh, the 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 person I feel sorry for the most yeah. uh, is the guy or girl who's the boom operator because mm-hmm. they have to get really in there. Because Ooh. obviously, if you're naked, you can't have. Uh, microphones attached to you so oh, in order no. for, to pick up the sounds which are usually like they're my sex noises <laughs> I didn't realise how much you have to channel Peter Griffin when you're in this situation <laughs> <laughs> um, but no it's not it's not a sexy environment at all you have this combination of the, the boom operator and god forbid you make eye contact with the boom operator during right. a sex scene because what, what do you do I mean, if you if you just so oh, happen to see them, so what would you do? Would you, you know, I, I don't want to ignore the fact that we've made eye contact, but if you do, there's a kind of like, all right. Oh, he's, oh you can't are. see him, but he's he's lifting his eyebrows up yeah, and doing like, that little nod like, of the head. Like, what's going on? Um, and then you're wearing next to nothing apart from your modesty pouches or your, your so your buttocks around. Yeah, or your penis socks, all these kind of things. <laughs> it's super unsexy. Plus, I remember one day. Uh, because I knew I was going to do a sex scene, yeah. put a bit of fake tan on, right? And I'm like, looking all henchy, adding the 10%, putting yeah, a little fake yeah, tan yeah. on. Now, of course, you're getting quite hot and steamy in that tiny little room. Yes. What happens to the fake tan? Hang on, did you do makeup fake tan? Make ta- yeah, makeup uh, fake tan. But not the. Not, 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 not we spray do. tan like we do now. No, this <laughs> oh, is. No. This is I, I've just had body makeup on. Uh, the, the whole thing is just a big, awkward mess. So that answers the question. It's not a sexy thing. It's never really anywhere near as as sexy as you might imagine. What do the girls have to wear? Uh, they are in similar modesty things as well. It's kind of like a like a band aid that goes <laughs> over that goes over that... you know their their bits. Oh my god, that sounds painful. Yeah. When you have to I mean, again, it. it's just, it's not a, a sexy thing at all. And I know no. people talk about it, like Sharon Stone quite famously says that all those scenes in Basic Instinct were not hot in any way. But she wasn't wearing it. a Band-Aid, was she? I think we all know that. No Band-Aids <laughs> that day. I bet she had a nice tan, though. No Band-Aid, but I bet she had a nice tan. Now, this is quite a big reveal about us, but rather than going on sunbeds and stuff like that, Jen decided one year that she was going to become a professional... Uh, spray tan artist. Spray tan artist. 
So what did that involve, mate? Well, um, my three best friends from school asked me what I'd like for my birthday. So like any normal 42-year-old, I said, I would like to become a spray tan artist. So they went, okay. It took a whole day. Did it? Full day? It did, full day. Full day, of, at, the, at the end of which I got free spray tan. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. And um, and I got to spray tan my best friend Donna as well, into the bargain, because she did the course with me. Brilliant. So we were like two giggling schoolgirls the whole way through, um, and we left with the power of the knowledge that the most important thing to ask your client before you spray them is, have you got ringworm? Have you got ringworm? Yes. Right, okay. Did anyone or any have- other fungal infection. <laughs> Has anyone, any of your clients since then, how many clients have you had? Um, I've had, I had like three or four professional clients. Then I've had about 10 friends that I've done just for fun. Right. And but basically it's I have just a, for us. The one regular client I have is a Hollywood actor. Oh yeah. It's called Chris Gear. No. Yes. No. Yes. You don't get him in your tent. I do. I'm lucky enough to see him. Twice a week, something like that. Oh, that's fantastic. So he gets too white. No, I, look up, I look like a ghost. <laughs> so, uh, you know, unless you look like, oh, look, there's, there's Jen. You do look and much... And her husband, Casper. You do <laughs> You do look much better It's an extra... With a, with a tan. Great use of betterer. Yeah. It's... Um, More betterer. Uh, it gives me an extra 10%, we've said. The point is, I'm in the tent this morning. Yeah. And I say, I know what I want to talk about on the show. Things that we've wasted money on. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, small things, big things, whatever. The irony of this conversation is that one of the things that I'd written down for you that was one of the biggest wastes of your money yeah. was the fact that you went for a professional spray tan when you're married to a professional spray tan artist. <laughs> and is. I was like, what are you doing paying $100 on Ventura Boulevard going for a professional spray tan? I wanted tan? to compare... And it was very good. It was, uh, I'm sure. It was a great tan, but it was quite expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so I started thinking about all the things that Jenny has bought over the past 15 years that I've thought, she's not going to get any use out of that. That's a massive waste of money. So I compiled a little list. I've come up with two. You uh, apparently have two for me. I uh, Let me just see. Let me just refer to my notes. Wow, how many you got? Um, Actually... I've only got, I've got like two that you did and then I've got like one that I did and also a joint venture, Excellent. a joint useless venture. All right, we've probably only got time for a couple. Yeah. But we can Go do on. it another time, can't we? Love it. Roll the jingle. Want to play a jingle? <laughs> did you buy a useless thing? Did you waste your money? On your useless purchases, don't you think it's funny? We don't think it's funny. It's not funny. Don't you waste your money. Don't waste your money. Tell me all your useless purchases. Useless. Okay, so the most useless thing I ever bought that I was responsible for buying was when we went shopping for my birthday and you just didn't know what to get me and we went down the shopping mall and we were, you know, down the aisles of Bloomingdale's and I'm just, I'm not a designer bag girl. Um... I don't, I'm a TK Maxx girl, basically. So I can never bring myself to buy these expensive handbags or really expensive shoes or anything like that. But I do love a bit of makeup. So we're, th- we're, we're, we're trying to find some nice cosmetics and everything. And there's a lady there, do you remember? Um, and she's rolling her face. Oh, there you go. Right. Did my you get num- it down? My number one face roller. Yes. 
Oh my god, the Madonna face roller which doubles as a dildo. <laughs> uh, I, I was like, Chris is like, you need this. You should definitely get this. I was like, it's $225. I'm looking for an easy way out. I'm, you I'm were just like, can you just this? choose something for your birthday? Yeah. So I'm like, this way, this woman's rolling her face with charcoal balls. And I'm going, she's like, I never stop doing it. I just do it all day long. And I'm thinking, well, I suppose if you're in a department what's, store. What's the you... apparent benefit of this uh, this tool? It's made of carbon or something. And therefore, it, it, it jazzes up your, it jazzes your, bone up your, your bone structure and your skin and stuff. And then... Um, Did that work, mate? And then I was like, it's very phallic, isn't it? And she said, oh, yes, well, it's, it's made by Madonna. So if you know what I mean, it's it's got double usage or something. And I was like, oh, how charming. Do your face, then do your fanny. <laughs> anyway, I have to be honest. I didn't try the fanny. I've only done the face. Right. I wasn't interested in it. It was a bit aggressive, the, right. the stick part of it. Oh, so, I, so I rolled my face every night, as instructed, you know, as often as possible. Um, I've got to be honest. I think my face looks quite good. But I think that's probably genetics, not... Um, <laughs> sorry, that's not the bit, face fanny roller. Not the face fanny roller. But if if you if anybody wants us to sponsor you know sponsor us, uh, I'll use your product. Oh, sorry, so, hang on sorry. a second. I've got I've got a call. Uh, hello, facefannyrollers.co.uk. Hi, how are you doing? Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah. We'd love to endorse. How yeah. much? Fantastic. Excellent. So we've secured that deal. Excellent. Um, <laughs> uh, face fanny rollers, mate. Uh, they are the best. Come on, then, Chris. What's your useless purchase? So my one is something that uh, you have told me many times I shouldn't have bought. Okay. Um, I myself, deep down, I'm thinking I shouldn't have bought this, but I was excited. I was in Scotland. When are you never excited? <laughs> I, I'm quite an excitable fella. Um, <laughs> and I saw this hat. <laughs> I saw this hat Ooh. and I said to my friends and Jen, I'm going to buy a hat. And they went, right. I said, I'm in Scotland. Uh, I want to get a Scottish hat. One of those, you know, one of those flat cap things that David Beckham wears. And I looks thought fit. when he said he wanted to buy a Scottish hat, I thought you meant the one with the pom-pom on top with the ginger oh, sideburns. Oh, well, we <laughs> No, not so much. Uh, I was going for more of a fashion twist, more kind of, oh, look, debonair, bit of facial hair. Well, I, I, I mean, I did like it, but I don't know what it was. It just kind of, I think it made you look older. Yeah. So I've worn it twice, I think. Uh, one time was the day that I bought it in Scotland. The second time when I went rambling uh, mm -hmm. with some good friends of ours. Mm -hmm. um, I went for a walk. It was a bit cold. I thought, well, I've got my barber, you know, my, my, my waxy jacket. Yeah. What am I going to do to complete the look? Yeah, you completed it with the wool hat. Um, and I'm afraid to say he looked like Compo from Last of the Summer Wine. And I was like, who am I married to? This old guy. Tell me all your useless purchases. Okay, Jennifer, it is time for something uplifting. I agree. Got anything? <laughs> Do you know what? I was thinking about this today. Have you got anything? Um, I have, actually. So I went away and visited uh, the most trusted site I could for wholesome content, oh, yeah. which is uh, one of my favourites, actually, on Instagram, yeah. called Good News underscore Movement. Oh, 
I follow them. Yeah, always some uh, some lovely wholesome content. Today's yes. in particular. So this is a story about a farm dog called Max, right? Who's lived in this family in this on this farm, and they've loads of lamb on this on this farm. There's a little lamb that's born, and its mother, for some reason, rejects the lamb, wants nothing to do with it. Okay, it happens quite a lot, you know. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm not familiar with the world of lamb. It was a sad situation. Sorry, I just heard what you said then. I, my mind drifted off a little bit. <laughs> I just heard you go, I'm not familiar with the world of lamb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, sorry. I, so there's a really cute little lamb yeah. without a mother. Aww. Um, and guess who steps up? Mary. No, She m- had a little Mary. lamb, didn't she? <laughs> Not in this case. It wasn't Mary. No? It was Max. Max. It's a dog. Yeah, the dog. Is he a sheep dog? Uh, I, I don't know. It's just a dog. It's a very cute dog. And Aww. over time, they form such a wonderful bond together mm-hmm. yeah. that there's footage on this video of them both like jumping around together. Like he, the dog will impersonate the lamb and the lamb will impersonate the dog. It's the sweetest Aww, friendship. That, I thought that is really uplifting. I think that's incredibly uplifting. I do too. It's a shame we can't vi- we can't show people what it looks like. Well, but... Go and have a look on Good News underscore Movement. There you go. And thank you for today's uplifting content. Uplifting. Oh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jen's sick. boob just came out. It's all right. We're on radio. Yes. I'm not wearing a bra. I just popped out. <laughs> <laughs> you can imagine us here. Fake tan on, tits out. It's, all, it's a mess. <laughs> I've got a shirt on. I know, but I'm 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 ripped. No, I'm not really. Dad bod. <laughs> he's, he's working on it. So that's enough for this week. Uh, I'm I'm calling that. That's that's like that's like the end of a children's TV program. We've got to what, do it better than that. That's enough for this week. You know, like, oh, no. no one would ever say that's enough, would they? <laughs> I've had enough of me. <laughs> that's enough. That's all you're getting. That's all you're getting, <laughs> you lucky buggers. <laughs> So we'll be back next week. Uh, Jen, do you want to tell people in the meantime how they can get in touch? Absolutely, Chris. Uh, you, <laughs> you can get in touch by emailing us at thegearsears at gmail.com. Ooh, intriguing. And how do you spell gears? G-E-E-R-E-S. Sounds good. Excellent. I shall see you next week. And I'll see you next week, mate. See you in the kitchen in a minute. <laughs> Bye! Bye!